Hi there, I'm Anne-Marie McQueen, editor of Live Healthy, and this is the Live Healthy podcast. Each week we interview health and wellness leaders and talk about all the things that are good for you, which you can also read about in our online magazine, the only one of its kind for men and women in the UAE. And now, here's this week's guest. Today on the Live Healthy Podcast, we have a bonus episode. Uh, We've already talked to Mustafa Adnan, who um, is based in Abu Dhabi, owner of Strike.ae, a gym down on the Corniche outdoor gym, uh, among many other things. A very fit guy. And we spoke to Mustafa about sort of his experiences with weight loss and how when he was a teenager... He, a nurse told him that he was very overweight and he was going to have some serious medical issues if he kept up. So he began eating healthy, exercise, lost weight, kept it off for a long time, obviously has now made fitness a way of life. But then COVID hit and like many of us was thrown for a loop and he had a back injury from working out at home and just the sort of basic the same basic struggles we all had with balancing work and home and living and a pandemic and put on some weight. So he decided to embark on a 90 day challenge and, you know, limiting his carb intake, um, walking and working out every day, six days a week. And although that's extreme is very aware has tried to keep it balanced. So we've, we're speaking to a psychologist and a nutritionist. Now we have Dr. Nasser Al Jafari here from the DNA center in Dubai. Um, He's a, a, a family medicine, functional medicine specialist. He's on our expert panel all around, um, knower of all things that do, does do the body good. So Dr. Nasser, when you, you know, you, you've read and watched a little bit about Mustafa, what, what, what do you think of his, what do you think of his plan to do a 90 day challenge and how he's been executing it and what questions do you have? Yeah, no, first of all, thanks for having me. Uh, and, and also, I, I, I know that spot on the Corniche. I used to live in uh, Abu Dhabi on the Corniche. Right. It's a beautiful place to, to train. Um, you're lucky to have it. Uh, yeah, no, I, as we all know, obesity is a huge sort of epidemic uh, crisis at the moment. And, uh, you know, I think what you're doing is extremely motivational uh, for the population, not just here, but you know, around the world, you know, it's the joy of social media. You can cast anywhere. Um, yeah, I, you know, I, I think you know, there's a lot of nuances with with body composition and, and, and weight. And I think you know, the general approach is to you know, everyone will focus on food as kind of probably the main uh, aspect of trying to lose weight, and then you know, exercise will will come in in tandem often. And, uh, you know, I think, you know, the thing that I've spoken before and, and Marie and myself have discussed this historically is that often the approach is to take a sort of calorific view of, of losing weight. So, you know, you're just trying to create a, a negative uh, balance. And, you know, that, that may well work initially. And, and what I would like to ask you, Mustafa, after I finish is, you know, I know you've kind of fluctuated with your weight and you've had a significant amount of weight loss in the past mm-hmm. that I'd like to kind of hear whether it's the same this time round or, or, or whether you're finding it's harder. Um, but, but 
but what people don't realize is, yeah, that, that, that approach may work and you will lose uh, a lot in the short term. But what, what most people don't realize is that this has been studied for over you know, a century where they've taken groups of people, they put them on you know, a calorie reduced diet uh, with or without exercise. And what near, near enough all the studies prove is that yes, most of these people will lose weight, but often the weight will rebound, particularly when the studies go on longer. Uh, there was a really great study that uh, is an example of this. They took, uh, I think it was season nine of the biggest loser contest in the US, and they followed them up six years after the competition. And yeah, what they found was that uh, pretty much all of them regained the weight, and a lot of them ended up heavier than when they started. And at the same time, when they looked at the basal metabolic rate, uh, they were burning up to 800 calories a day uh, less. And this is six mm -hmm. years later. So again you're fighting against your kind of physiology and the body's far more sensible than we think it has inbuilt mechanisms to try and compensate and that's why a lot of people will rebound with their weight so i think just that yeah that being said how are you finding it kind of this time around um going back to the first time just where we started uh, i was uh, i was uh, i was explaining it in a way that it was very early stage and even my meals and the amount of calories maybe you can relate to and maybe you can explain it more further related to metabolic rate and how your body reacts to it and and something that i would say i learned it with an experience not through science is um i used to have only two meals back then when i when i get my my uh, my weight for the first time when i was uh, younger but those two meals where do they fall and how was my sleeping pattern was and that's what affected generally how it feels so it was like i would say very unhealthy let's say meals which is mostly takeaway and one of them will be let's say around uh, 3 a.m at night and after that i might be either staying awake or sleeping uh, so even my sleeping pattern wasn't good which is a result to me to be to, to be lazier heavier and i was playing a lot of video games and that was a very early stage and uh, the first approach i took after getting that awareness is 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 to go to extreme which is move more and eat less and uh, and it caused a lot of negativities, I would say, where I lost a lot of minerals. And uh, I also have uh, some sort of um, a deficiency, which is called a G6PD deficiency. Maybe something you're aware of and uh, you can explain more further. And this also could affect of a way of how you lose weight and, and, and add weight. But the main thing of it is it sometimes makes my blood anemic. Depends on, on the type of food I have. And that's uh, also... Uh, increase in that period so i used to look pale i wasn't healthy i lost a little bit of hair at that age um, a lot of dehydration and that was in a very early stage this is the first time i did it without any knowledge just basic knowledge i would say and then through the years i learned uh, the importance of nutrients micronutrients um and then I started to understand my body more and then when you reflect it's okay maybe in a period just maybe you just need to reduce your food but when it, when covid happened my food was almost the same, but I was less active. And to push my metabolic rate in the last years, which is, I love, I don't, I don't stop myself from eating, especially I keep it moderated because it's not only for my body, it's also for my mind, especially if you want to work a lot, you need, you, you need to feed your brains also. Uh, so my food was almost, most of the time was the same in terms of calories intake. But when, when, when we went through the, the, the period of pandemic, I would say, uh, for a lot of period, I got a small injury at home, hurt in my back, continued to gain weight. Uh, I started to crave more chocolates, but I wasn't moving more. So it's also added a lot of weight. And also the genetic factors, usually I do gain weight a lot. 
Um, and how did I counter it before? I used to do a lot of high intensity. I'm focusing a lot of and building my muscles. And there where I, I, I make sure that most of my calories goes to uh, to rebuild and recover those muscles when I, when I, when I go intense in the gym. Um, how sustainable it is, this is something we would like to know more of you, from you. And once, when I left the cover, I decided to do this challenge. I started very easy, taking myself very easy, go very steady in the cardio. Mostly was fasted. I make sure I don't go to the extreme. Even when it's fasted, I don't kill myself. I don't run. I don't do something intense. Um, and then I used to do a lot of uh, weightlifting in, in moderated in the beginning, the first month. And the more I go, the more weight I lose. The more my muscles are back, the more I feel more comfortable. I add more intensity to it. And then a little bit of change my diet to reward myself more of carbohydrates to fuel myself, get more reserve for my, uh, for my uh, again, to for my general energy and also for my muscles to recover. Uh, I would say the result so far was good. I'm happy. Many people notice it. It was like, somebody looked like a, another person. I'm glad. Uh, again, I gained almost 20 kgs in that period from uh, almost March to July to August, which was a lot for me. And then uh, now I feel way better. Right. No, no. And, uh, and I think you've kind of, you, you've kind of mentioned this really in what you're saying is you, you almost have to do things intuitively. So a lot of people get caught up with, uh, weighing food and counting calories and you know thinking they have to go to extremes and do hit training five times a week you really have to listen to your body and that's both with your nutrition and, and your training and i think people like to overlocate over overcomplicate the situation sometimes you know with nutrition i think you know you can divide it into three levers there's calories there's macros and then there's frequencies of your of your meals um I, I'm not someone who likes talking in, in calories because, you know, prior to the last two generations, we didn't know what a calorie was and everyone was skinny. I think if you're eating as close to nature as possible and the quality of your food is good, you, you don't really have to um, worry too much about calories because natural food is built in a way that will fill you up. Um, I think also if you're, if you're feeling hungry and getting cravings, that's your body telling you that you're not getting enough energy, which is a common sign for people. Uh, and I think also putting as much priority on rest and uh, recuperation and included in that is obviously uh, sleep quality. And I guess the great thing now is we have all these devices, which I'm sure you're probably using to some degree where you can track things like HRV, heart rate variability, which is just a, a technical way of kind of feeding back as to whether your body is stressed and whether you should be should be resting. But again, you don't even really need those sort of things. You know intuitively whether you need to rest more. So I guess it's it's being in tune and listen, listening to those uh, signals for sure. Definitely. Um, but in terms of, yeah, I mean, you know, the, it's great to have a target as well. Uh, you know, it's natural, it motivates us. But, um, you know, we do a lot of weight loss here and I, I, I try and tell people that, you know, show slow but steady and sustainable is a, it's a far exactly. better way to lose weight and sometimes uh you know if it sounds too good to be true particularly a lot of with, with these sort of cheat interventions uh, you'll invariably uh rebound um but you know, it sounds like you're really sort of prioritizing all the different aspects of uh lifestyle to really achieve it in a natural way dr nasser does, does mustafa have to be concerned you know, because we hear a lot about yo-yo dieting. I'm not saying this is it. It's only twice. But what sort of, is there an impact from losing, gaining and losing that weight twice now? Or is there anything he can do to mitigate 
if there is. No, I, 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 I think I've kind of really spoken about it. I, I, I think as long as it's done in a, nat in, in a natural way, then um, it, it's not an issue. The trap that you can fall into, though, is um, the hormonal and metabolic changes if you go to extremes. And, and as we heard with the Biggest Loser study, your, your metabolism will just be in your boots. Um, you, you, you need to kind of you know, be giving your body the energy it needs. And as long as you're training in an effective way and resting, you, you're trying to change the way your body compartmentalizes and uses energy, not through a way of kind of a calorie balance, more through kind of hormonal balance. And that's achieved through the lifestyle factors that we're, we've been talking about. And yeah. we were talking to psychologist earlier and she, I get the sense that she thinks, and some people are thinking that six days a week to exercise is too much. Is there, do you have any concerns with that? Or is it again, an individual thing if he feels good doing it? I, I think it's very individual and, and Mustafa seems like he's gradually built it up. I mean, that is a, a big problem with some people. So you get people who are kind of couch potatoes and then suddenly throw them into a program where they are doing six hit training sessions a, a week. Of course, that's not ideal. And uh, even not accounting for other stressors in someone's life, that's going to be a significant stress on the body. And when your body's stressed, whether it be mentally or physically, it's going to go into survival mode. And actually, you're going to be you, you're fighting a losing battle because it's just going to be continuing to store fat. Um, so, yeah, I, I try and just keep it very simple. Your, your body will tell you what it can and can't do, and you need to listen to it rather than taking the kind of media approach that's drilled into us and, and, and going to extremes with nutrition and exercise. Yeah. Yeah. But I yeah. want to build on the, on, the, on, the, on the point about stress and sleep. I think people don't prioritize it as much as nutrition and exercise, but I'm of the belief now that good sleep quality underpins everything else. What I mean by that is you have far more flexibility with what you can get away with, with your training or lack of training and, and nutritional choices. It doesn't work the other way around. You can have, you can have a food delivery giving you paleo or whatever you want, want. And you know, you can have a PT and be training six times a week. I've got plenty of clients coming through my door who can't lose weight or improve their body composition. It's because they've not addressed the other aspects of their, their life. Yeah. How, how is your sleep? I'm glad Mustafa? that you touched. Sorry, how is uh, your... that's, that's something I want. I'm, I'm glad that he touched on them. I, I believe, like, uh, before we start any diet or any regime, I would say uh, he already touched them. I mean, the most three important things I would say I mean, the way you exercise and how is it, does it fit your body and, and your goals. And the other thing is the nutri nutrition and your diet that you're on, and, uh, and definitely recovery and rest. I feel those, those three are, are the most important things. And then the other supplementary stuff, which is, as he mentioned, which is, I feel, part of his genetics and also how those things, uh, three things that plays with it is, is one is the hormonal effect and the metabolic rate and all those uh, other factors, which is also important and, 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 and where it takes you and the rest of your life, I would say. And also, you can, I mean, the other factor also that affects you is also the supplements your diet and also what other supplements that you take. I mean, I, I would, I'm, I'm a person, for example, I take my own risk in some supplements that I'm taking. For example, I don't know if Mr. Uh, Nasser, he agrees on it or not. For example, I, I do believe um, uh, supplements like protein shakes and creatine does work out, work out with me. 
but I also put my body in check and do tests from time to time or take time off from it. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I guess, yeah, you're going into sort of another area regarding supplements. I think uh, we, the, even when we try and eat well now, the quality of our nutrition isn't meeting the demands of our body. So if you're someone who is definitely. training regularly, then there's definitely going to be increased uh, demand. Creatine is, is a very well established and researched supplement and has been demonstrated to improve um, muscle and, and performance. So for sure, there's, there is a role for that if that's what you're trying to uh, achieve. Uh, and then I, I, you know, I don't think you can go wrong with, with being on just a generally good quality uh, multivitamin, paying attention to whatever your deficits may yeah. be. I mean, what I'm commonly seeing now is that people are deficient in omega-3, uh, vitamin D is the obvious one, magnesium. So a, a lot of probably nutritionals that a lot of people don't get checked and are, are unaware of. But then also you have to be careful about the quality of your supplementation because it's not a regulated industry. So it's yeah. not you're not comparing yeah. apples with apples. Um, I think most people just think they can walk in and get a, you know, a supermarket home branded and it's the same as a supplement you know, that's third-party tested. I'm not, not, I'm not saying that the more expensive ones are generally the best, but there is a difference between supplements for sure. Yeah, uh, I think and this is a lot of, uh, I get a lot of questions about it, like the diet and stuff of what are you taking? So when they mention what are you taking, they mean what kind of supplements you're taking. And, and, and when I say this is, I take it in my own responsibility. And even if I want to advise someone, I have my uh, younger uh, relatives or people around 20 years old, I never advise them to take any supplements. I mean, I would say I'm not a, a person who, on that position of advising, I'm not a nutritionist. I'm a person just, I just experience it by myself. Uh, again, I take, whatever I'm taking is I'm taking whole responsibility. But if someone asks me, I will always ask, just try it. Now, there is no one thing that called the natural way. I mean, what is natural nowadays? I mean, there is a lot of food that we take is already preserved. And is it like 100% natural or not? And and that's the thing. So what I would advise is like, just test your body. See how does it react. Take a, take a period of workout. See how does your body react to it. When you stick to a certain diet, if you want to add muscle or lose weight, how does it work with you? And then you can think about the supplement where you need to take it. So, I mean, even in nutrition, it's not nutrition is sometimes and dietitian does give you some sort of supplements. And uh, whereas things are natural or not, I mean, there's a lot of things around this is not as much as Naturally, it is even the food and fruits and and the type of meat that we're having. In the end of the day, when it breaks down, it ends up as chemical components of our bodies. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is how I see it. Again, I don't, I do not advise people to take supplements. I advise them to understand their bodies more. We we met people at forty years old. Uh, they have they they've been healthy for a long time. They might be yogi, they might be vegan, but do did, did they understand that our body can handle that or not? And they still have health concerns. And you have people that lived 73. And then again, it's their age, their goal. And I hear that they're under some, uh, some sort of uh, hormonal course. Again, it, it's their, their lives, their, their bodies. Maybe they understand it better. I'm not advising anyone to do or, or take someone's route. Again, going back, just understand yourself. See what works for you or not. Yeah, completely. You're right. It's very individualized. And I mean, there's a whole field now of what's called nutrigenomics. So, you know, to a degree, yeah. we are supplementing people and, and telling people to eat according to uh, the genetics, their metabolism, their microbiome, their age. I mean, 
it is a dynamic process and what nutrition is suitable to you may be completely different to the next person and even for that person in 20 years time their metabolism change and their needs change so um yeah it, it is about uh, being in tune and yeah if you if you want to take it to a kind of analytical sort of next level there are, that we have devices now where we can look at everything from glucose response to sleep quality to hrv you know there's all sorts of things now in terms of you know biohacking i suppose you want to call it but you know we we live in an environment where we unfortunately need to go to this extent if we want to stay well because we're living in a very foreign environment i i've, I've mentioned this before with Anne Marie. we're living like caged animals and we know how yeah. sick animals get in a zoo compared to in the wild well we're no different so unfortunately we have to put in steps in place to optimize our health yeah well that's i'll leave it there that's great that's a ton of information thank you so much both of you and um pleasure yeah my pleasure hang on great awesome thanks Amari. lovely to meet you mustafa thank you thank you all Namaste. the best thank take you. care speak soon take care guys bye-bye guys That's it for this week. If you liked the podcast, make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. We'll see you next time on the Live Healthy Podcast.